0: Hello everybody and welcome to another uh paranormal hour here on Dakota Network. And today I got uh, three girls um paranormal investigations on. Um Andrea, uh why don't you explain to me who you have with you today?
1: I have my co founder Christy with me today.
0: Okay. Um how long have you guys been doing investigations?
1: I've been doing them for sixteen years. And Christy's been doing them for seven years.
0: That's a lot of time. You guys have a lot of experience I'm assuming. Um so what got you into it? What 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 made you decide to get into paranormal investigating?
1: Um well for me, and this is my favorite story of all ever to tell, um, I've always, always been interested in the fringe sciences, but when my youngest daughter was three years old, she used to have this woman, and she, I couldn't go anywhere without buckling the woman into the car, feeding it, whatever. One night we were painting our nails, and I said, hey, Rosie, do you want me to paint your woman's nails? And she started laughing at me, and she told me, she says. It's a boy, silly. So, you know, you little red flags went up, you know, but I didn't think too much about it because I just kind of thought, well, it's just an imaginary friend. And a few months more went by, and my sisters and I went to a cemetery, and we went to visit the grave of a boy that my sisters had gone to school with and uh, who had died in a car wreck. Well... We walked up to his headstone, and the picture was on the, and she looked up at me, and she says, Mama, what's my woman's picture doing there? So that's whenever I really got into it. Christy? I grew up with my mother always
2: believing, and she always explained that she was always followed by spirits, and that just made me really interested in it. Mm-hmm wanting to
0: do more research and do good, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the, the the story Andrea told me would uh, kind of send some uh, flags up also. <laughs> um, yeah,
3: what got me I
2: love her story.
0: What got me interested in this whole thing is uh my uh, father had a few experiences, but then my son, when he was about uh, four years old, was sleeping in between me and my wife. And he got up real scared in the middle of the night and uh, was standing there and woke me up and said a gentleman walked into the room, made eye contact with him, and then walked into the closet. And he described the clothes the gentleman was wearing, perfect, and everything. So that kind of got me hooked into it really big. I don't do investigations or anything, but I do enjoy the paranormal. Have you ever
1: done an investigation?
0: No, but I would love to. I would love to go out on one. They're...
1: they're they're kind of, they're very interesting. I I think they're kind of fun. I agree. Um, especially if you like to question everything. And you know, whenever I grew up, I was told that you know I used to get in trouble because I questioned everything. So.
0: So, how, what determines if 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 somebody calls you and says they want you to come out and investigate something? How do you determine if you're going to go out and do it or if you're just going to say that? you know, like if you think it's their imagination or if you think it's a real uh, situation that needs to be checked into further?
1: First of all, we try to take everything, every experience that a person has is something that they've, they actually in their mind believe that they have experienced. So we look at it as if, okay, they've got concerns, so we're going to look into them. Um, We will then research the property, the home, um, see if we can find anything, any kind of sorted history that maybe it has happened in the home or on the land. Um, but there are people where you have to stop and think. Okay, it could be their imagination, but you still want to go ahead and and actually, you know, look into it. One thing that I really like is for more than one person to have had experiences in the place to where we go um if especially when they're not related um you know like for example if we investigated your house um we would look to the people we would try to see if we could find who lived in it before to see if they've had any kind of experiences in there um, it's but and we'll still go in um but we kind of determine how long we stay on what kind of experiences we have within so long a time after getting there.
0: Have you ever, like, got somewhere and then realized it was, like, worse than you really ever thought and thought maybe you were in over your head or anything like that ever?
1: Yes, at a cemetery.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) I love this cemetery. (laughs) I have to throw that out there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So... You wanna tell us what happened?
1: Um it's a it the cemetery is not I mean, it's got really old um headstones in it. It it dates from, you know, now to what was it, eighteen ten, eighteen oh seven? I am something I'm thinking. something in that in early eighteen hundreds. Yeah, somewhere in that and and um it goes so far as that some of the headstones are actually they were carved like um not not from a mortuary but they were just rocks with uh last names on it. Um and you could tell they were kind of chiseled in. Um, we actually had Christy there's there's one there's a mausoleum out there, is that how you say it? Mausoleum. Anyways, uh and it's a man and a woman and the woman's on um her her uh grave is actually on top of the man's grave, and it it's an old folk tale that if you knock on this moth limb, you'll hear knocks back um, We were out there a couple weeks ago, and Christy knocked on it, and um she's talking you know she's saying, you know, um, I hear if I knock, you'll knock back and she's she's talking, and I could distinctly hear it knock back, and so that kind of took me back mean uh, Shocked me because I've. It's a cemetery. You don't expect that out of a cemetery. I mean, maybe in homes, but cemeteries. I've I've never had any kind of experiences like the, this particular one.
0: Yeah, that would knock. That would uh, kind of set me back too, if I heard a knock back <laughs> <like> that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now, how, how do you approach an investigation? Do you have a? Do you go in like and set up a certain way and approach it like uh scientifically or do you approach it thinking you're going to experience something or do you try to debunk no, everything we, you
1: Yeah, we 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 go in uh, Christy and I even though we both, we both had our personal experiences, we we go in kind of skeptic. Um we try to debunk anything and everything that we can. Um and the things that we can't, we will you know, reach out to fellow investigators and say, okay, look, we've had, we had this happen, can you, can you tell us what, you know, what you think of it, you know, um, can you help us debunk it, or should we go back?
0: Do you, do you ever feel that you have to, like, I had a gentleman on last week, and he said sometimes I've had to call priests out and stuff. Have you ever had to do anything like that?
3: Uh,
1: no, no. No, we, we've, we've never called a priest in to
0: anywhere. Have you ever, now, are you ever worried about something following you home or anything? Because I hear a lot of people say they're worried about stuff following them home and then um, activity starting at their home.
1: I think that's a lot of where your personal faith and your own religion comes in. Um, and your beliefs, Um, whenever we walk into a place, we tend to say, okay, we're coming in, but you're staying here. We're going to leave, but you cannot go with us. Um, I do sage rituals. Um, We do, I don't know, I I don't ever go in thinking, or I don't ever go in afraid that something's going to follow me home um because i I believe that we have power over our fears.
2: I agree okay. with that.
0: Have you ever been anywhere where something's touched you or anything?
1: Yes, I've been scratched um, and i i I believe that at one time i I think that I had something pass through me.
2: I've had my shirt pulled
1: yeah. out. Um, I can't think of else. Something else happened. I've had my hair
0: pulled. Now, it, 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 if you go out somewhere and you guys got EVPs and uh, got all this, uh, like, information and you're pretty sure that the place has activity going on, how can you help the people, like, and, you know, because a lot of times they call you guys out because they're, they are they want to try to figure out how to stop this from happening. Do you have any ideas on how to help people stop it from happening?
1: Well, a lot of the people that we have actually gone to, they just – they. it's not that they want it to stop. They just want reassurance that they're not crazy. Or, you know, they they want to know, hey, is my place, you know, do you, do you think there's activity here? You know, have I got a cool house? You know, I mean – Um, I haven't personally gone in somewhere where somebody's asked me to make it stop. Have you? No.
2: I have not ever either encountered.
1: I have gone through an investigation one time where, um, the, the client was actually wanting to know more than what I could tell them. So, I mean, I did get them in touch with a friend of mine who's a medium. But, I mean, I've, I've not ever been called to make something stop.
0: Do you think people do anything that uh, makes their activity worse? Do you think uh, some people can channel it to make it worse? Or do you think, uh, like, using Ouija boards and stuff will make activity worse?
1: The Ouija board, to me, is that's – a, that's a really touchy subject because some people really have a lot of faith in the Ouija board, um I think when I was a kid, I played with one one time. But I think that um, activity is going to happen. Um, some people, I think it's going to happen if it's there. Um, some people can actually, I, I guess, if they if they really want it to happen, they can they can they can um, try to communicate with them and and you know. But it takes a lot of energy. For an entity to actually manifest itself in noise or in sight, so I, I I don't really know how to answer that question.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't like hey.
1: Ouija
0: <laughs> No, I I don't either. And uh, you know, when I was younger, I goofed around with one a little bit, but uh, they kind of freaked me out a little bit, so I don't mess with them. So a lot of people don't. Yeah. Have <laughs> I believe
3: that's
0: what do you, do you believe people though are like uh magnets for activity like oh, they, yeah. they can yeah okay because i mean that, i i go ahead
1: i i think there are people out there who are um more perceptive than they realize and um i think that I, that's. I mean, I just really believe there are more people out there that that are way more perceptive than what than what they than what they realize because society tends to downplay the fringe sciences in that manner. I I, I think.
0: Okay. Um, have you ever, um, like, have you ever been into an investigation and actually scared you in any way?
1: Um, yes, I, I, I have, (laughs) um, you, because when you go into places, you don't expect, I, I don't expect, I don't expect to hear, to say, okay, I'm going to knock on the wall, and I want you to knock back, and I, I'm not expecting that knock back, so it, it does kind of, it does kind of startle you, I mean, but you just got to stay focused, and, and keep on keeping on.
0: Okay. Uh it would kind of scare me if I was even if I was in a room and I had this, uh a recorder and I picked up an EVP I'd be kind of scared. So
1: actually it's <clears throat> not as scary yeah. as you think because I mean sometimes sometimes you you don't hear it with your own ears and and you know you when you're playing it back you you hear it and you're like what's that? No, nah, that ain't nothing and and you rewind and you play again and you go back and you play it again, and you and you loop it, and you keep playing it until you're like, okay, that's really something. There's something there,
2: and I think it's just fun and exciting.
1: It's it's a thrill, more or it less. It's a, thrill. it's because you're like, ooh, you know, it's almost a bingo. I'm 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 one letter away from a bingo. You know.
0: <laughs> well, I can understand how it could be exciting. It's kind of a. Uh, uh, an adrenaline rush almost going in and then finding something oh, yeah. to make it more. So so uh, my buddy has a question for you. He's on my chat room in here. And he wanted to know, have you ever used a spirit box?
1: <laughs> I have. I We actually have a, a PSB-7. Um, I don't really like to use them on investigations. Um, I don't know if it's because I feel as if there's too much outside contamination on, because we, we always go in reverse when we use it. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm kind of old school in that manner. I, But I, I'm just kind of old school in that manner. I, I don't like to use them.
0: Because he was using one the other day in his house, and he asked some questions, and it answered them back, and he was kind of... It kind of freaked him out a little bit. He put it in his drawer. <laughs> yeah,
1: actually, I have a friend, and um, she had a team go into her home. And she lives in New York. And she had a team go into her home, and she actually had really good results. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm just not. I don't know if I'm just so close-minded that I don't like the spear box. I I don't know.
0: Have you ever had, um, do, do you think there's a difference between an intelligent haunt and a um, residual? I,
1: yeah, there's a big difference between an intelligent haunt and a residual. An intelligent Have you haunt, had... a... an intelligent Sorry, haunt is something that doesn't follow a path, but a residual, it if, if follows a path. Like um, an intelligent haunt can actually get out there and... People people say um, that <clears throat> those are the kind that knock back at you. They're the kind that, you know, can give you EVPs, whereas residual haunt, they just go through one. It's like a record playing over and over and over, the same activity. <clears throat>
0: okay. Now, um, do you have, – have you been able to – like I I go by what I watch on TV. I've seen some uh, like ghost hunters and stuff like that. Have you ever been able to communicate in any way with like flashlights or anything like they do or anything like that? I
1: have not. Um with the K2 meter we've had and and the EMF detector we have had results from them but not with not with flashlights. No.
0: You do know what I'm talking about, though, right? You have seen that on that show, haven't you? Yes. Okay. Um, now, if somebody wanted to get into this, would you just recommend them to just go buy a kit, or would you recommend them go out with somebody first and learn how to do it, or do you think there could be mistakes made if they go out on their own and try it?
1: I Yeah, I would suggest that they go, you know, because a lot of teams will invite people to go with them. Um, I would suggest that they did that first. Um, but if they were still, you know, interested in, you know, like, you know, that's how I got my start. I went out with a team first and, um, was lucky enough to be invited back a couple of times. And, um, I moved out of the state that I was living in. And whenever I moved in here to Oklahoma is whenever I formed my own team.
0: Have you ever feel, felt that uh, going out and investigating somewhere could make the situation worse in any way?
1: I, I don't know what you mean.
0: You uh, okay. Somebody somebody has activity going on. They call you uh-huh. out to investigate. You guys go out and investigate, and then the activity gets worse. Do uh, you think it could make the situation worse <laughs> that way?
1: never actually heard of that and I honestly have never even thought about it making the activity any worse
0: yeah I was just asking the question because I wasn't sure myself you know I was just curious um so what was one of you, what, can you talk about some of your favorite investigations
1: uh let's see which one's my favorite <laughs> why don't you why don't you go first on that
2: uh, my favorite was we did uh, in Coffeeville. I did it with a different team. Uh, the crew came in, and it was really, really interesting. That's where my shirt was pulled out. Um, one of the investigators actually got thrown across the room and landed in a chair and busted the chair, and the investigators called called the investigation over because it was getting pretty violent.
1: But that was a, was that one that you could tell where it was? Was that like, can you tell them where you were at? Oh, yeah, we were at the
2: Brown Mansion in Coffeyville. And it's known to be really haunted there. We did before all that happened, though. We were down in the basement and Asking questions and getting knocks as responses and and then we heard one of the <laughs> investigators yelling and, and that was it because he was petrified, just petrified.
0: Now with them breaking things like that, that, that means they can move stuff. Now, uh, were you guys concerned about getting hurt or anything? I mean, is that why they called it off?
2: Um, yes, that's why they called it off. Uh, they were afraid other people may get hurt. And so and the guy the guy, uh, the investigator said he actually seen it was the woman of the house and he was actually standing face to face with her and then all of a sudden next thing he knows, he's flying across the room and landing in a chair and breaking it, so yeah. They were looking out for the team and not wanting anybody else to get hurt, so they called the investigation.
0: Okay, uh, if I got touched or anything, my investigation would be over for sure. <laughs> I don't
3: I think it would be me. I don't mean to laugh, but
0: I'd be like, I'm going home. <laughs> um, do you believe in demonic, uh, like, um presences in 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 in, a, in hauntings or do you think it's mostly just uh people that have passed on?
1: I I believe there are demonic uh hauntings out there. Um personally, um thankfully I would have to add, I've not ever been to an investigation with the demonic haunting before. I have not either
0: Okay. Yeah, because uh, you you would you know, for me if somebody got thrown across the room into a chair, that's what I would be thinking. <laughs> okay. yeah.
2: I was wanting to go back in and finish.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah.
3: like, you well, got more what, guts than me? I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're definitely uh, braver than me. So, uh, how about you, Andrew? I, what was one of your favorite ones?
1: My favorite one actually happened in uh, by powwow grounds. Um, it was actually the house that where the house stood was on Indian land, um, and you could go out there and you just I, I don't know. Um, a lot of my friends are Native American, and I I just I'm in. I really have a lot of admiration for their form of religion. Um, but you step inside this house and you can smell the cedar, you can smell the sage. Um, but when it gets quiet in that house, like a, like what they call the witching hour, that's whenever, you know, you could, you could hear the singing, the songs of the, of the native Americans. Um, You could literally hear that with your ears. I mean, it just sounded like it was so far away, but it was just so... It it was one of the absolute coolest investigations I've ever been on. There's just... For me, there's just really no way to explain, I mean, everything that happened that night. It was just... It was just really cool.
0: (laughs) So, um... I have a question in my chat room again, if you guys don't mind answering it. I don't know if you can. Uh, One of my guests, one of the people in there wanted to know, uh, do you have any idea how to remove a ghost or a spirit or an evil spirit from your home if if they didn't want the presence there?
1: I would say if they had an evil spirit in their home and they didn't want it there, that they would probably want to call their preacher or priest um turn to the religion if they have no religion then um look for like holy water is that what they say to do holy water and sage afterwards yeah cuz personally i wouldn't i i don't know personally what i know i is what i've on that subject is what i've learned from others in the same field and what I've learned is if the ghost or the spirit
2: does not want to leave. It is not going to leave, no matter what you do to it. What you do is what I was informed.
0: Yeah, that was going to be my next question. If it doesn't want to leave, is it going to leave, or is it just going to stay there anyway?
2: Yeah, I just stay there anyways. Like that's what I I was told. So.
0: Another question I have in the chat room here is uh, uh, somebody wants to know what kind of questions do you ask the spirits while you're doing a, hunt, a haunt? Uh, like do you do, uh, what kind of questions would you ask to try to get them to like talk on your EVP or leave messages on your EVPs and stuff?
1: Um, we ask, so many different questions. Um, when we very first go in, I, you know, we introduce ourselves. Um, we always pause. It doesn't matter, you know, if we're talking, you know, back and forth, you know, before, you know, we always try to leave room for interaction from an entity or, or spirit. We'll ask things like, um, is there anyone here with us? Um you know um ha, you know how gosh, and then well, you know, uh I'm so sorry i'm I'm trying to walk through an investigation in my mind, um there we never do it the same way It's um but we will actually you know how did you we we might even ask you know how did you die, how old were you? Um, you know, just things like that, things that, you know, we keep their answers short. We don't want them to sit there and give us a long drawn out because it'll take a lot of energy for them to do so.
0: Okay. You just want them to be able to answer in like one word questions. I mean, one word answers and stuff. Yes. I got, I got what you're saying. And another <laughs> question a person has in the chat room is do each one of you play a different role in the investigation, do each one of you handle something different or do you just go in and you just go along and just go from there?
1: Um, On the inside, when we actually go into the investigation, um, we are, we, we are together. One of us will be in charge of some of our tools, and then the other one will have, you know, other tools, um, like, you know, the millimeters and and voice recorders and, and all that. Um, pre-investigation, Christy takes care of um, the research on the property um, and stuff like that, and, and I actually go through and do the first interview um, on the home. We do the walkthrough together. Um, being two of us it's kind of limited (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: now um, you guys do more investigations on homes or do you do them on like abandoned buildings or things like that
1: I don't think that we've had more homes than I think it's kind of like an equal thing
2: yeah I agree with that
1: a lot of the buildings like I don't know a lot of the we never go into an abandoned building. I mean, we always you know w- you know first of all without permission um but abandoned buildings normally, if they're letting us go in they're sometimes they're charging us, so oh,
0: actually there's something I did not know.
1: Yes. There are times when we actually get charged to go into investigate places.
0: That's kind of strange. I wouldn't charge anybody if I had a place. Uh-huh. That's just my opinion I wouldn't well, I mean, be charging people.
1: We never charge to go in, so you know, I mean we we just think, Oh, cool, they you know, yeah. our friends go out to bars on Friday nights and Saturday nights, and we're, like, down in jeans, putting our hair up in ponytail, and we're going into homes and <laughs> cemeteries or whatever.
0: Now, do you get more activity out of a cemetery than you would, like, uh, a home or, or a property, would you think?
1: Um, Actually, I, I would say no. I never, I mean, in all... I've been, you know, of all the years I've done this, I've actually been spooked in cemeteries, but I've never had as much activity in cemeteries because you can always debunk what you hear, you know, unless if you catch it, you know, on an EVP. And sometimes you can even say, oh, that kind of sounds like tree frog or, you know, that's a bird or, you know, the wind, you know. Um. I would say, for me, I've had most, experiences in building homes and yeah so like
0: okay uh is there a certain time of day that seems to be more active than other parts of the day or does it seem to be consistent all day long
1: sometimes um i you know you hear about the witching hour um which is a proverbial window in between 1 and 4 in the morning
4: um
1: but there are some places where the activity actually happens all day, you know, or throughout the
0: day. Okay. Um, Do you have a – can you give us a list of what type of equipment you use?
1: Oh, my. We have laser grid pins. um, We have motion detectors. We have shadow um, density detectors um voice recorders um malmeter emf detector k2 meters um radiation detectors um oh my gosh i know i'm forgetting a lot when am i forgetting Christy? <laughs> I know, i'm
2: thinking they're all going through my head too <laughs>
0: Have you ever caught anything on film?
1: Um, on film? Is that what you said?
0: Yes, on film. No. So most of your activity, you guys catch is like EVPs and personal experiences and stuff. Yes. Sadly. The Holy Grail is to catch
1: something on film. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the Holy Grail. Preferably but then a, a lot lot of people. Oh. Apparition.
0: Yeah. Some people would think, though, a personal experience would probably be more exciting than finding something on film later on. But uh, <clears throat> I could see what you're yeah. saying, though, like very exciting. Now, do you find locations that have had tragic events happen on them seem to have more activity or so than uh, places that haven't?
1: Yes. It is it's been my personal experience and I can say yes. I think. <laughs> We've been, I have you know, in my younger years I I um pre kids, I went to a lot of the civil war battlegrounds and stuff like that and I I would definitely say yes. If something Terribly bad has happened in the place, whereas if somebody just you know passed away of natural causes
0: yeah that that's what I would think too. I would you know asking uh you guys want to discuss some of your e v p s that you guys have sent in sure. uh, which one would you like me to play first
1: um you because we can we'll know it <laughs>
0: okay uh, this first one. Is uh, It's a two-minute and 44-second EVP. You guys talk in the beginning of it. I've, I've listened to it. Uh, it says Oak Hill on it. Okay?
1: Okay, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: So here we go. I'm going to play it.
1: Okay. Now, here is the whole recording. Um, When we were talking about something not working, that was actually my laser grid pin. Um, every time I would actually try to look into the crack of this um of this uh stone this headstone um it would stop working now the folklore is that if you look into the grave you will see bright either red or green eyes looking back at you I can't remember what Christy said right at this particular moment um anyways uh here is the whole recording I'll not. And like I said, the laser grid not working, um, I've never had a problem with it before, but and this was not an official investigation. It was just me being me. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed.
0: Uh, Pretty interesting.
1: Okay, that one, at the very first, whenever you hear the recorder beep, you will hear the very first evp that we caught i mean it was um in the middle and i believe i sent you a loop of that
0: yeah it would be the old kill knock right no hold on baby grave
1: nope hold on i can i'll pull it up here
0: okay
2: it was actually awkward because we asked a few questions before that, and none of that even showed up on our recorder. Just when it, when I very first
1: started it. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna play it for you. I, maybe you can hear it. Okay. Can you hear it?
0: No.
2: Let me go get the recorder.
5: You talking? I'll go get the recorder.
0: So, so Oak Hill, what is that, a cemetery? Yes. Okay. That's in Oklahoma?
2: That one's in Kansas.
0: And, Oh, so you guys travel everywhere then?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. I live in Kansas, so, yeah, whatever I find around Kansas, we usually try to do, hit up. So.
0: Yeah, I used to live down in Tulsa for a while, so oh. it's uh, you know, it, uh outside of Tulsa by uh, Sand Springs. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that over there, Sand yep. Springs. The I was going to say,
2: my parents lived in Sand Springs for a l- long time.
0: So, yeah, so in Kansas, you guys ain't that far apart then to go to Kansas or anything.
2: Yeah, we're pretty much near the state line, both of us. We're not too far from it. I think I'm like six miles and she's 11.
0: Oh, so that ain't too bad. No. You guys going on any investigations this weekend?
2: Um, Not this weekend. We should tonight because it's storming.
3: Uh-huh. I
2: agree with that. I'm willing to go anytime. He's <laughs> <Keep> talking, crazy. <Rosie. laughs> I like the cemetery. The cemetery was very interesting to me.
0: So how did you guys hear and- about the cemetery? Did somebody call you about it, or did you guys just hear about it from... Uh, like yeah, we just kept hearing.
2: Talking. Yeah, I just kept hearing stories about it, and then it just really intrigued me. So I went and finally found uh, the gravestone that they were talking that you know the stories were coming from or about, and finally got Andrea, and we went. <laughs>
3: <laughs> It
2: was pretty neat. I like I said, I really enjoyed it.
1: Okay, I think I've got it queued up now.
3: Okay. Maybe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear it?
0: The, the knock.
1: No, this. this is a, yeah,
2: this is a voice.
0: Okay, I hear that. What do you think is being that's, said?
1: We are not sure what it says. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: It sounds like a, a, a female voice though, doesn't it? That's what I thought. Yes. Okay. Yes,
5: that's what we was, thought
0: too. Just making sure I was hearing the same thing <laughs> you guys were. Now, um you got you guys said this other one, it says baby graves.
1: Okay, now, I got to explain this one because I was talking about my bad cooking. We hadn't yet, we we were just setting up our equipment. We always turn the voice recorders on first. So you're going to hear me talking about my terrible cooking. We're going to be laughing. And then um, you're going to hear me say the word sugar. And you're going to hear a, a, a baby voice that sounds Sounds like it's saying yes or guess or something, but you can go ahead and play that.
0: Okay.
2: And I'm laughing so hard I'm crying. She's
1: like, (laughs) Mom, would you do the food? I said, Look, I'm eating it too. (laughs) Nothing, I didn't do anything. She's like, Hmm, Mom,
3: did you use sugar?
1: Oh, yeah. I've done that a couple of times. Once a cinnamon. Okay, you're
3: going to hear something. I'm going to do
1: it one more time. You God. Right as I say, Sarah said, Did you use sugar instead of salt? You will hear another voice say, Yes, or guess, or something like that.
0: I could hear that one, too, very faintly, but I could hear yes, it.
1: Yeah. And actually, at that time, we were sitting... There was um, old markers. They weren't even headstones. They were just markers, and there were four babies from one family and then one baby from another, <laughs> and... um that's where we were at. Um, all the Where I had set up the motion detector, the teddy bear was at the oldest, at, and and the voice recorder was at the oldest one, and it was four. The other four kids were, like, a couple months to a year old.
0: Now, another question I was going to ask you guys, do you guys ever take uh if you get, like, people telling you about, like, a child haunting or anything – Do you take toys out or anything to see if you can get them to interact with it?
1: Yes. We have, uh, like I said, we have a a motion detector. It's a bear. And um, sometimes I put put it into a ball. Um, Those are the two. Oh, or a truck. I actually have an old Tonka truck that I will put it in.
0: Now do you guys know i i I call that like a prop. I don't mean it like a, a prop prop but I mean that's what I would call it like something stage up for them to interact with. Do you do that for other hauntings too or other when you're going into other places for like yeah, like adult which you wouldn't consider a child spirits or anything? Do you have things that um might trigger them to interact with stuff?
1: We'd use music um, trigger m- uh music was one of the big ones um Depending, like, uh, because we, like, if we go into a place and we've done, you know, research and we know, you know, okay, this gruesome thing happened on this property in, like, 1940. We will, you know, find, you know, popular singers from the 40s and and play that on occasion, not on every investigation, just sometimes to see if we can get some kind of, you know, some kind of acknowledgement that. There is an entity or spirit there.
0: Um. Now this other EVP you sent me, it just says Oak Hill Knock. So that's explain the knock. That before I play it.
1: That's where. Um. That's the. That's where we heard the knocking out on the mausoleum. Um. Is that how you say it, Muslim? I don't know. Yeah, mausoleum. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, But Christy actually knocks on it, and she says, we hear if we knock on your grave, you'll knock back. Oh, thunder sounds bad, doesn't it? And she knocks three times, and she's talking, and I I heard it knock. And so I asked her, I said, Christy, did you hear that? And she's like, no. Well, she tried it again, but later we were actually sitting in her car, and we played it back, and we we could faintly hear it. We couldn't hear it all the best, but I actually acknowledge that I've heard it on the recording.
0: Okay, I'm going to play it then. Did you
5: hear that? Andrea's belly growling. No. Oh. I actually thought I heard
1: it knocked back. Oh.
2: Did you only knock once? Mhm. <laughs> oh, we know where she's They did. said knock on the... And you had knock back.
5: Did you hear that? Andrea's belly growling. No. Oh. No? What? I actually thought I heard it.
2: And he had knocked back.
5: Did you hear that? It's you can't
1: hardly hear it. It's so faint. Yeah.
0: I did hear something though.
1: Yeah. You can you, you can barely hear it on it on the. You can, yeah, you could barely I, hear it on.
0: I could I could replay it and turn it up and see if that works. Okay, I'm gonna play it again.
5: Okay. Did you hear that? Andrea's belly, growling. No. Oh. No. What? I
1: actually thought I heard it knock back. Oh. Did you only knock once? Uh huh heard a knock on the, and he had knocked
3: back.
5: Did you hear that? Into his belly growling. No. No. Oh. No. What? I actually thought I heard a knock back. And he had knocked back.
0: I uh, I definitely heard it, and uh, that would freak me out too. I'm sorry to say, I'm kind of a chicken when it comes to some of this stuff. Um, yeah, I definitely heard it.
2: I think you could hear everything a lot better if you had like headphones. It's a lot clearer.
0: Uh, that might be why I can hear. It. I have a headset on, so ah, <clears throat> uh, there um, you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Do you have any other really good stories that that you can talk about?
1: We were actually sometimes when when and I'm 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 putting this out there and maybe I should not, but sometimes when people are telling you about um, experiences they are having in their home, um, one thing that I tend to do is a lot is question i like i said earlier i ask a lot of questions um when we go onto a property you know um you, you there's a lot of things you cannot do you cannot do a health evaluation a mental health evaluation on people um but sometimes people you know um the national um paranormal society is Actually, looking into the fringe sciences and um, things that you know, um, and mental health and the the coalition between the two. Um, one of the one a recent place that we went to. Um, actually, there was a gentleman who was in a wheelchair. Um, he was alone all the time. Um, he was in a a big big place um, it, it as a paranormal investigator, one of the worst things that I had to do was actually tell him you know we were in there three times, and he had all these fantastic stories for us um, you know we go in and we don't we're not always guaranteed that we're gonna have the same experiences as people um but when it comes to somebody that that is obviously they're you know they're on a lot of medications and stuff. Um, one thing that we have to watch out for is you know trying to break to them okay or ask them you know could your medication be playing games with you you know are they inter are they interacting between themselves wrong? Um, not only is that one of the hardest things, but that place was actually one of my favorite places to go because it was a gorgeous old building and the man knew a lot of history of the town. Um, Did I even answer his question or did I just go on a little rabbit chase?
0: (laughs) You're you're answering it. I I, I could see how medication, you know, some people on medication could experience things that other people don't experience because uh, the medication's reacting with them. And, you know, that that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with them. It's just, you know, you might not experience the things that they experience. Um,
5: Right.
0: Yeah. Well, this is about it for the show, then, because uh, you guys did a great job. I'm glad you guys were on. I'd like to have you on again when, if you guys do another good investigation, get some more good EVPs and stuff like you had tonight. And uh, I, I'm, I'm greatly appreciated that uh, you guys came on.
1: Well, we we appreciate you inviting us. We yes. had a good time. Thank you for having us.
0: Now, if before you guys go, um, if somebody wanted to contact you or had something for you guys to investigate or... Wanted just to tell you some places that you guys can go investigate. How would they get in touch with you?
1: We actually have two email addresses, um, and uh, my pho- a phone number on a, on our Facebook page. Um, do you want us to give them to you?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, you can. You can give them right over the air, here, and then this way people can get okay. in touch with you if they want. To. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, my phone number is nine one eight. And my phone number is
2: 620-605-8033.
1: And you can look us up on Facebook, the number 3, and Girls Paranormal
0: Investigations. Well, again, thank you for coming out. And uh, it was great to have you on. Thank
2: you. Great to be on. Thank you.
0: Now, before I wrap the show up, everybody, um, I would like to tell a few things that uh, this show is going to be like maybe every other mo- every other week instead of weekly show. And uh, I got uh, I'm going to give you a commercial now, and uh, then we'll
4: end the show. Do you listen to blog talk radio shows? Well, check out the Ace. Eighth- network right here on Blog Talk Radio. The ACE Network is guaranteed to have a show for you. The ACE Network has tropical fish keeping shows for all you fish keepers out there. It has cooking shows for all of those of you who love to get in the kitchen and cook and bake, and it has talk shows from rated R material to PG thirteen material. There is something for everyone on the Ace Network. The Ace Network is brought to you by the Aquatic Wetline, our fish keeping podcast, cooking with Alice Cardinelli, our cooking podcast, and the Alice Cardinelli Show, our talk show with some wonderful theories such as Saturday night's main event, Friendship Hour, and Crime Time Hour. So be sure to check out the ACE Network on Blog Talk Radio. We air every single week. So check us out today, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Alice Card Network. Thank you for listening to this message, and we hope to see you at the ACE Network.
0: I'll tell everybody out there, I've listened to a lot of Alex's shows. and He does a very good job, uh, especially some of his fish shows. And uh, um, the Saturday Night Live show is very good. I enjoy them both. So you can't go wrong by tuning into his network and checking out his shows. So I suggest you know everybody do it. Um, and thank you for tuning in today to, uh, to my show. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you did, please share and post this everywhere so people everywhere can listen to it and enjoy it. And uh if there's anybody out there who uh wants to come on the show and talk about their paranormal experiences or anything, you guys can contact me at A R D E A S seven one at gmail dot com. Or you can contact me through Facebook at Dakota Network dot uh Dakota Network on Facebook and um Thank you for tuning in, and uh, this was an excellent show, and I hope you guys enjoyed it, and thank you very much for tuning in.